Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am once again joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio, how goes? It's going good, Henry. Today's a pretty awesome day. Um, you know what today is? I do know what today is, but why don't you tell us? Oh, but first, the date. The date is August 1st. 2020 and that makes it what Perfirio? today is spider-man day yes who who knew did you know about this i didn't know about this before today to be honest honestly yeah, i didn't know about it before <laughs> today i just like opened my social media and then it was just like marvel was posting it um comic book artists i follow were posting it like happy spider-man day happy spider-man day i was like oh cool and then I made a little post. Sounds like Happy Spider-Man Day. Yeah, I saw that. Very cool. And yeah, it sounds like you found out the same way I found out. Just kind of scrolling through my social media feed. And yeah. lo and behold, there it is. And um, just a little bit of background. It's not totally random that Spider-Man Day is August 1st. Uh, the reason they chose that date is because... In August of 1962, the first appearance of Spider-Man was released, Amazing Fantasy issue 15. So uh, that's the, the reasoning, if you will, behind uh, choosing August 1st as Spider-Man Day. Other than oh, that, you know, that's, I don't think there's any real reason behind it behind, besides just sort of promoting marvel and and the character right mm. but i that, think it's kind of cool why not that's cool i did not know that good little info the more you know right <laughs> there you go and i remember hearing about batman day there is such a thing as batman day did you know that when is it i feel like i've heard it but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know either uh but uh there is such a thing I, I, the, the point I was getting to is when I heard about Batman Day, I was like, hey, what about Marvel? Like, I mean, I've never heard of a Marvel superhero having a day, uh -huh. but uh, guess what? We do have a day. We do have a day. Yay. I wonder, yeah, that's right. Um, I am looking up Batman Day. Uh, Batman Day was first a thing in 2014 july 23rd but so you know what i, I don't think last week <laughs> you know i don't think they've ha they've stuck to that date because i'm seeing different dates in my google search here so uh oh wait it looks like september 21st is now batman day so FYI, okay. September 21st, 2020 is Batman Day. So Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. And for uh, equality in Marvel and DC fandoms, we should <laughs> mention that, right? Yes. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So I guess we can move on to our main theme here. And our theme is the movie-going experience. And uh, we're going to talk about this. This is of particular interest right now because nobody is going to the movies right now, right? And um, 
there is a lot of chatter about how movies are going to be released when the movie theaters finally open up. Should movie studios release their stuff on streaming platforms in the meantime? A lot of questions, right? A lot of questions about Mm -hmm. what the future holds, what the present holds for for movies and movie theaters. Yeah, there's a lot going on about like how, yeah, like like you said, movie experience, going back to the movie theaters and having that experience versus now like coronavirus movie experience, watching it from your living room or over Zoom with a friend. Um, yep. But there's a lot of experiences. Who knows if that's going to, like right now with everything going on, if that's going to impact how the movie experience is going to be for the future, I guess. Um, but yeah. We'll talk about that later. That's yeah, yeah. going to be about. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll try to get uh, a lot of different perspectives and ideas on this. Uh, but first, I thought I'd mention where the idea first came from. You actually sent an article to me about this. Uh, the article is actually dated a few months back. Uh, it's a CNET article on April 27th, 2020. And basically, it was just an article mentioning the Russo brothers and how they had some ideas about post-quarantine, how to kickstart the movie theaters once again. And they mentioned how it would be a good idea to re-release the Avengers movies. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all it was. But between the two of us, you and I, it got us thinking and talking about no wait like how should movies be released once the theaters start opening up again and what about streaming like should stuff be released on streaming in the meantime you know a lot of a lot of ideas and thoughts popped into our heads right yeah so yeah let's get into some of that I, I, I think I mentioned this a couple of times now but I think the big question is should movie re- should movie studios release their movies on streaming platforms before the theaters open back up you know i think the 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 too obvious answer is no they should hold off and wait till the theaters open back up because you know if they release their stuff on streaming then you know movie fans like the two of us we kind of miss that experience right you know, for example, if they released Black Widow on Disney Plus before the quarantine is over, you know, there's no way I'm not going to watch it, right? And uh, I'm not going to wait for the movie theaters to open up, right? I'll definitely watch it. But then that would kind of take away my experience, right? I would lose uh, the ability to see that movie for the first time in the theaters, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the obvious answer right so you know they should hold off but there is a huge financial burden right you know these studios have to make money right so you know this quarantine is going on and on so there definitely is a money issue here right like in an ideal world all these movies movie studios can can wait and just wait and wait and wait um but 
you know, right now they're not making one cent off all these movies that are just sitting on the shelf, right? So, um, yeah. So if they're able to, you know, up their up streaming services subscriptions and the streaming services pays them top dollar to release their stuff on streaming, maybe they have to do it, right? So what do you think? What do you think about that question? Should movie studios release their stuff on streaming services? I honestly, to be honest, I think they should. Um, Like, I think they should not, I don't think not offered on like stream services like Black Widow on Disney Plus or Mulan on Disney Plus. I think they should just like offer it like on video on demand and just be able to like rent the movie. Um, I mean, rent it for like $20. It's the same price as, is, as if you're going to go watch it, uh, buying a movie ticket uh, at the theater. Um, I think that, you know, it's a way, you know, instead of like keeping it, like postponing it and, you know, if any like anticipation for the movie like dies down, like New Mutants, for example, and yet, you know, it's been postponed for like the past four years. Who wants to watch that movie now? Um, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, like something like Black Widow, like that was supposed to be released in May and now it's getting like a November release date. Um, I mean, I'll still watch it, but if it was released on video on demand, I'll probably rent it and be like, I, I'm down to watch it. And then I'll, like, with now with the new kind of rules of quarantine of watching it over Zoom and, like, screen sharing it, I would probably either, like, hit you up or hit Christian and be like, hey, you want to watch this movie? Like, I'm down to, like, buy or rent Black Widow and you want to just split it and we just, like, screen share it and watch it. Um, that's how I, I would do it now because... Yeah, I want to watch it now. I don't want to wait until next year until yeah. it comes out or anything. Like, and like you said, you could have a virtual movie night with friends. Yeah, and have something of a movie going experience, right? Yeah, like obviously, I'm gonna miss the theater experience of like, like sharing that energy with a friend or like the theater and like laughing, crying. Um, smiling, all that energy, I'm going to miss it. But with how things are right now, like art is just the way, you know, for people to have like some enjoyment in these depressing times and everything. And I think right now, like movies should be doing that instead of like keeping it like locked away from, from the public and everything, like just release it, like release it at the price that you would have done. Like you were charged like a theater ticket, $20, and that's that's my take and then just watch it with a friend you still get that same experience watching it with a friend and like afterwards everybody all everybody watching be like dude like what are your thoughts like what do you think is going to happen and all that kind of stuff all that fun stuff yeah solid points there for sure and um you know i think it's cool that in your own way you can kind of replicate the movie going experience you know mm -hmm. you can have these virtual movie nights with friends and um you know home theater setups are generally pretty good now so it's not a terrible experience to watch 
movies okay. at home. And um, yeah. Yeah, like I said, definitely some, some solid points there. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I keep thinking in my head that, okay, in, in the real world, the real world we live in, um, uh-huh. it, it's, it's unreasonable to think like, okay, these movie theaters, they have to preserve the experience. They have to wait, wait till the movie theaters open up and we can all get back to normal, but, and all that, um, you know, it's, it's unreasonable to think that way. Right. I, I think, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want our discussion today to be all about coronavirus, but this thing has changed the world forever, you know? For real, yeah. Right? So we, we have to adjust, we have to adapt. Yeah, to create the um, new normal. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, I, I like I like what you're saying, you know. Uh, we, we, can't, we can't just go back to the way things were. And if a movie night means being physically alone in a room, but <laughs> surrounded by friends online, Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's just the way it is. Um, so, like I said, solid points. Um, but yeah, like kind of devil's advocate here. Uh, so, like we, we mentioned, Black Widow, like that is a, a highly anticipated Marvel Studios release. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking back uh, on my movie-going history, and we'll get more into that too near the end. But just thinking back a bit with the the movies of the MCU i've seen every MCU movie in the theaters and i also in addition to that uh i've seen them all for the first time in the theaters you know so let's say for example they do decide to release black widow online before the theaters open back up mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we mentioned a couple scenarios, right? One, maybe through Disney Plus, another, maybe through video on demand, right? Either way, I'm not like waiting for the theaters to open up. I, I would have to see it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, whether it's Disney Plus or video on demand, I would, I would watch it for sure. And that would break the streak, you know? That would, that would break the streak that, you know, of me seeing every MCU movie for the first time in the movie theaters. Right. And that, that, that saddens me, you know, that thought really saddens me. (laughs) It's a total bummer. Um, Like from that perspective, trying to maintain that streak and, and that, I don't know, that tradition, Mm -hmm. doesn't that kind of bum you out to think of something like that? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I, yeah, like, um, like you, I, okay, with the exception, I think, of one Marvel movie, Iron Man 3, I've seen other, every other Marvel movie in theater for the first time, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it would totally be a bummer, um, and yeah, that's just tradition for me, but at the same time, I just got to be like, you know, like what we've been saying, like we have to adjust to like the new normal and 
it sucks, but it's not like like I said, if I have because I always go with my friend Christian, if I still get to watch it with him for the first time over online through virtual Zoom, I still think it's like the same sense of like we're watching together for the first time and having that experience, but it is still not the same experience as like going to the movie theater, buying overpriced popcorn, buying candy and um, talk like just like sitting, waiting at the theater, just waiting for like the end credits for the post credit scene or something. And then just like hearing like what everybody has to think about it, their own theory and our theories and stuff. Um, That sucks, but it's just adjusting to the current situation, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I agree with a lot of that. Now, again, a little devil's advocate here. I was thinking too about kind of what the Russo brothers were talking about in that article we mentioned. You know, they said mm-hmm. how movie theaters are are in a really dire situation right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but once quarantine ends, you know, we can really sort of kickstart the movie going experience again by uh, showing up for movies. And they mentioned re-releasing Infinity War and Endgame. And yeah, that, that would be pretty awesome, I think. Um, but in my mind, I was also thinking of, you know, oh, like what new movies would I really want to watch mm-hmm. in theaters, right? So we mentioned Black Widow a few times, definitely that. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you know, I was thinking... Yeah, once they reopen, like I'm, I'm like so movie hungry for anything right now. Um, but if it's for something I really want to watch, you know, I would, I'd just be dying to, to, to go see it, right? And I feel like there are a lot of people like that. So if movie studios can, can be patient, and if they can weather the financial storm they're sitting on a gold mine, right? So let's say uh, kind of the reverse of what we were saying before. What if Marvel Studios holds off on Black Widow? And um, I mean, this is a shot in the dark because I truly don't know when quarantine will end, but let's say um, around Christmas time, things open back up. Like, I think that's kind of optimistic right now, but let's say, (laughs) let's say, Black Widow gets a Christmas Day release. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the freaking box office? You know, it would be a huge freaking hit, and well, I would be first in line, and and it would be it would be kind of a triumphant moment. I think. What do you think? I want to say yes, but at the same time, like I want to say like what, like, like how would they open up again? Like. What kind of procedures are they gonna do to make sure like everybody is like are are you gonna wanna like keep like theaters have that like policy like six feet distant? Um like how are they gonna keep the seats clean? Cause you know those, that that's so sturdy. Um uh like yes. how are you gonna you know, because you go to like a store, like a grocery store, and they limit the amount of people who go to the grocery store yeah. wait outside in line. So like how would movie theaters 
allow that kind of process to happen um, in, you know, because you, you've seen those freaking like movie seats, movie theater seats are so small, especially the rows. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You have like, you try to like go in, you like bump into like five people dressed to get to like the, your seat in the middle of the row. And you're like, oh, sorry, sorry. You spill popcorn <laughs> everywhere. Um, so yeah. I I think that's what I would be interested first in being like, how would movie movie theaters like adapt to keeping a safe movie experience, you know? And then yeah. does that mean like the amount of people within a theater? And then like how many show times would that show? Like, I feel like, yes, a lot of people w- would like to go, but at the same time, it's like talking about like limiting the amount of people who get to go to these showings and stuff like the amount of people inside a theater the amount of showings they have and stuff like that you know yeah yeah perferio you're you're speaking too logically right now you're kind of ruining my dream here (laughs) (laughs) i was getting amped up for for this big return but those are really great questions you know when movie theaters do open back up is it gonna be the same experience we had before initially probably not probably there'll be distancing and mask measures and all kinds of stuff yeah. right so who knows who i knows? mean like i don't want to kill your dream but i will say i have seen like a few like plans i think it's amc who's doing it um you've seen like the prequel star wars movies right yeah you know like the the senate room how they have like those like pods of like yeah from the diff- different planets like i heard there's like some like basic framework of how movie theaters want to do that of like separating like um the movie theaters like co- like the seats like covering them in plastic the ones that you can't sit on and then having like a little pod like like the like the senates and just so you could like sit and watch the movie it's still mm. very early framework yeah yeah i was like that is awesome i would totally do that you know <laughs> like if I was going with a friend that I totally trusted. I'd be like, let's do this, you know? Cool. Interesting. Interesting. That's good to know. Yeah. You know, uh, I think it's worth mentioning too, that the movie going experience isn't completely dead right now. So you had mentioned these virtual movie nights. That's pretty common these days. Mm-hmm. And also there are drive-in movie theaters in operation right that, now. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. Drive-ins are coming to combat. We're going back to the seventies. We're going back. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. So I, I sh- yeah, I, I wanted to mention that because, um, you know, there are alternatives, mm-hmm. you know, so um, doing what a lot of, people are doing right now that's an alternative too just watching movies on tv right Mm -hmm. that's an alternative i think um with with movie theater fans like us it's kind of not enough but there are other things you know drive-in movies yeah there is uh the uh virtual parties you're talking about so all is not lost um and maybe before we move on, maybe you can talk a little bit more about the virtual movie parties because I haven't done that, but you've done it a number of times now, right? Um, is it anywhere near the movie going experience? Uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Um, I will. 
I think it's pretty close. I think it's pretty close because it's cool. I think it's really fun and cool. Like, yeah, like I've have I've had movie nights like almost like biweekly with my friend Christian. We've watched the very first one we actually watched was Infinity War, which was funny. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, like we've we watch movies that we've already seen, new movies that we've interested, like The Old Guard, Justice League, Dark. Um, Apocalypse, um, uh, Batman. There was it was a Batman animated movie. I forgot which one it was, but um, oh, the Mass Phantasm. I think that's what it was called. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we watched all those online, and um, yeah, one of us would just like have it. Like we either rented it from like um, video on demand or streaming service like netflix hulu and then we just screen share it um there are some positives benefits and bad spots about it the positive thing is like you can eat whatever you want you could drink whatever you want without paying overpriced popcorn and a large drink or whatever and then you could push pause during the movie in case somebody needs to use a restroom whatever yep um the bad part about it is what I've noticed is um, that whoever is hosting the the streaming, the video, can obviously watch it, you know, because they have good connection, but the opposite person kind of gets a delay. Like, okay. like, the audio is there, but the video, it's like a second or two video delay. So the oh. audio doesn't match. Interesting. Um, so you always have to kind of watch in subtitles to kind of also understand like what they're saying in case they were, you're just like, wait, what did they say? I didn't get it. Cause like, oh, so like the audio might not just be good because of bad internet connection from one of the parties. Um, so that's a negative spot. And then I guess like another negative thing is like, if we try to talk to one another, like, oh my gosh, what do you think is going to happen? Like, it kind of sucks because you can't hear the other person. And if you do, like, Zoom does a thing where it totally shuts down the audio from the the stream service to turn up your mic. And so it, you, like, you know, it could be, like, exploding scene. And if, like, one of us talks and be like, <gasps> like, the Zoom will recognize that one of us is talking and totally, like, turn down the volume on that explosion scene so we get okay. the mic is... Um, amplified and gotcha um but like i said there's pros and cons um but that's the best we could do with what is happening right now it's definitely fun i will say though i love it (laughs) that's cool yeah you know like with a lot of things we're doing nowadays um we uh we have to adjust and adapt adapt. right Uh yeah yeah so um but that's cool, you know. You know, retaining some of that movie-going experience can be can be pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so all right. So I'm actually just thinking I I'm a little surprised. Uh I feel like I felt like that you might be more I don't know, devastated that you're not <laughs> able to go to the movies anymore, or at least right now. Um, I, I certainly am. 
Um, so I, I, I think maybe I'm taking a bit of a harder stance about like, oh, don't release these movies. Uh-huh. Like, you know, I preserve my experience, you know, but, <laughs> and it's, it sounds like you're a little more open to, to the online yeah. thing. I mean, like, yeah, I think just because I've had the experience of doing it, maybe that's what's different. But also, I don't know. I'm just, ever since this whole quarantine thing, I am just very, like, strict about interacting with people at the moment. Like, I, like, I, I went back to work, like, three weeks ago, and I'm very, like, germ-phobic about like getting on tra- public transport again and mm-hmm. just interacting with people like coworkers and customers and all that kind of stuff and so I'm just like I don't know I guess I've definitely thought about these ideas about like reopening the movie theaters um but I will say though like if it was the right movie like like I totally thought about this like which movie would it be for me to be like Let's go watch it. I'm okay with that. I think this year it would have been Black Widow for sure. Um, Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, and there was like one other movie. I, Mulan. Like I think those would have been the good movies for me to be like, hey, I'm down to go watch in the movie theater, you know. But other movies like Fast and Furious, um, 007, um, Tenant new mutants i would have been like eh, i'll hold off i can wait yeah uh-huh. like it would be a cool movie experience for sure like if nothing of this like was happening i'd be like let's go watch it but i wouldn't risk everything just to be like let's go watch it i'd be like mm, let's watch it on demand or something that's that's right. kind of my take got it but yeah, you know but, oh, wait. Um, yeah, go wait, ahead. sorry, to finish my last thought, like, what the Russo brothers said about, like, re-releasing the, like, Endgame and Infinity War into theaters for f- theaters to get financially wealthy, like, get all that financially stable again. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I would do that, honestly, to be honest. I would probably, like, yeah, pay to go watch it in theater again, because that theater experience is, like, a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, right? That'd yeah. be kind of a momentous occasion, right? Yeah. You know, we can finally, you know, come out of our caves <laughs> yeah. and interact with people and we can kind of celebrate with this epic movie experience all together. I'd yeah. be down too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we talked about quite a bit ways we can recreate the movie experience, you know, virtual movie parties, drive-in movies Mm -hmm. but i think the bottom line is you can't truly replicate the movie going experience right Mm -hmm. there are some things you just you just lose right so maybe we can just cover that a little bit Mm -hmm. i mean number one's obvious one there's the, the the technical excellence of of these movie theaters right a huge screen Huge screens, sound system. Yeah, the the, the sound system, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't replicate that at home unless you're like a billionaire or something, right? Yeah. Um, That's an obvious one. But I think maybe more important is the community aspect, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we did talk about doing Zoom sessions and you are doing a communal session there. But, you know, kind of like what they say about 
going to live music concerts. There's nothing quite like being right there physically mm-hmm. amongst people, right? Yeah. There are certain intangibles, right? And it's it's hard to explain. We've been going to movies for so long and enjoying them for so long. We kind of take it for granted, but I certainly think about it these days stuck at home. You yeah. know, just having that electricity of being at a a movie premiere amongst a huge crowd that's really into it. You know, there's, there's really no replicating that, right? That's a special thing. It really is, yeah. Going off what you're saying, like, you... Any major fandom, like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Hunger Games, I guess Twilight, I don't know, Marvel, DC, you go to one of these, like, minute premieres, and the minute premieres is where it's, it is. Like you go to, you want to share this experience with someone who wants to watch it for the first time because they're invested in it. They cry with you. They laugh with you. And it's just, it's like you said, it's community with a bunch of strangers that you don't know, but you share this like one major interest that like you're, you guys are just like committed to. And yes, you can have like that virtual experience of one-on-one with your friend, but it's still like a little spark of that energy compared to like sharing it with like a bunch of other strangers. Like you said, like a concert, it's really yeah, energy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, for sure. And you mentioned how it's kind of an advantage of watching at home where you can press the pause button. But to me, being in a movie theater where you can't press the pause button there's actually kind of kind of a benefit to that too. And that is even more of a live experience. You know, you know, when you watch a movie, you're not watching like a stage show or a music concert or something, but it kind of feels that way because you can't press pause, right? Here, yeah. there, it's happening. It's like, it has this kind of uh, real time visceral feel to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're kind of stuck there. It's dark and you can't press pause or go back to a previous scene. Um, and that's that's kind of a, a special, unique thing in itself, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. So definitely, you know, the, the community experience of it mm-hmm. all, that's the big bottom line yeah. point. And, and, you know, another big bottom line point is I think the two of us really – just miss going to the movies, you know? Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a total bummer. You know, it, like, uh, I mean, you know, we mentioned this in our last episode. We aren't a political podcast. Um, but I got to say, you know, whenever I hear about people not wearing masks or not socially distancing themselves and just being kind of, kind of a-holes about uh, all the quarantine measures. Um, it, it's usually I can kind of stomach it, but then the thought of like how long I have to wait to go see a movie again, that really pisses me off. You know, like I'm, st- I still can't see a movie. It's been like five months or so. It just, yeah, it's, it's pretty aggravating. So yeah, you know, this just goes back to how, how important it is for us to, to have these experiences right yeah so i think that's a good segue to 
talking a little bit about the past. So we've talked about we've talked about our our present situation and and some theories about okay, what does the future hold? But what about the past? I thought it'd be kind of cool for us to look back on some particularly special and meaningful movie experiences we've had in the past. So do uh, you have anything in mind, Perferio? Oh yeah, I've had uh, yeah for sure a few. Um, definitely Endgame. You can't. I feel like everyone's going to say that. Everybody will say that. Like, you cannot replicate that magical moment of watching it for the first time uh, with everybody. Like, yeah, it was so funny because during quarantine, I, um, you know, obviously I posted like a picture, I think, of myself going to the premiere. And that came up as like my memory on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um and then I was just thinking, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, yeah, it's been like a year when since I saw Endgame and that experience, like I could still recall like like even as I watch it today, I could still recall like how the the, the everybody in the movie theater was reacting to that exact moment. And you know, to like moments like when like Captain America picks up Thor's hammer or when um, Black Widow sacrifices herself or when the portals open up, like I can still be like, remember like tears of joy, tears of sadness, um, cheering, screaming, yelling, and just, um, yeah, that was definitely like a once in a lifetime kind of thing that I don't know. I mean, like I, I'm trying to think of like other movies that have come close to replicating it. Like I think like Star Wars Episode Seven, um, Harry Potter, Deadly Hollows Part One. Um, those are definitely close, but nothing to like Endgame. I could like recall like moment for moment, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Also, I would add that the timing of Endgame's release is kind of interesting, right? I mean, it came out last year, 2019, Mm -hmm. and it really is the last huge movie release before coronavirus, right? Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people, us included, look back very fondly on that day, the day we Mm -hmm. first saw the movie, right? It was a very special experience, and it's an experience that we can't really have right now, right? So it makes it that much more special. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I thought, I thought of some, uh, some of my own. Okay. And, um, yeah, we talked a bit about, about the, the community experience going to the movies and what you just mentioned with Endgame, you know, like that that's a major communal experience you know uh, people cheering and and uh just moving in their seats and you could just kind of feel the excitement when you have a good crowd right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's another kind of live aspect to going to the movies you you don't know who's going to show up right so like you said, like these uh, midnight superhero releases tend to be pretty cool because uh, they're 
like-minded individuals and they tend to be a little rowdier and all that sort of thing. But yeah, you don't really know who's going to show up. So actually, you know, my end game experience was great, but I have to say the crowd I was there with kind of weak, you know, they were kind of subdued. So okay, wait, wait, I have to ask, where did you watch it and when did you watch it? Well, I love the Alamo draft house in San Francisco. That's number one. I love it. Uh But that is where I saw it. But the, the uh, difference was there, it was a, a daytime show. It wasn't an evening oh, show, much less okay. a, a midnight show. So, uh-huh. you know, I, I, yeah, that it was kind of to be expected, but it was still, you know, opening day. It was Friday. So um, it would have been nicer if it was a little rowdier. Yeah, unlike, unlike when I saw Infinity War at that very uh-huh. same theater. I went there with my homies, Eric and Fernando, also huge comic geeks and the uh atmosphere was totally electric mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, to this day whenever i see infinity war when i see uh captain america emerge from the shadows in mm-hmm. scotland oh my god i get chills just thinking about thinking back to when i saw it for the first time because it just mm-hmm. got a, such a huge reaction out of the audience you know and the yes. same thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. in and uh, new york when when uh tony stark uh becomes iron man with his new nanotechnology yeah uh-huh. huge ovation and uh um, i'll never forget that too you know and mm-hmm. there are a lot of moments in infinity war like that right so that's special like that that atmosphere is is really awesome right um and going way back that reminds me of uh and i'm dating myself a bit here but (laughs) i went with my big brother to see the first tim burton batman movie Mm -hmm. and i grew up in danville california and a lot of danville residents would go to the movies at the crow canyon cinema in san ramon and that's where i saw it and um, it was the first time I witnessed a crowd like we've been describing, a rowdy, loud crowd, you know. And um, there was cheering and yelling all throughout the movie. But uh, it was to the point where even in the opening credits, there were huge ovations. Like when Michael Keaton's name came on the screen, on the screen there was a huge <laughs> ovation. I was like, wow, people are cheering for just names appearing on the screen. Yeah. You know? And I was just like a, a teenager at the time. And uh, that, that was like a formative experience, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that it totally blew me away. I, 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 was, I was not prepared for it. And I was like hooked for life. Like when I walked <laughs> out of that theater, I'm like, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life because that was fucking awesome, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I, I still really love that movie but when i um when i rewatch it i feel like yeah it's you know a little dated <laughs> and uh you know it's it's not a great movie but man i will never forget the night i first saw it because it was really magical really magical mm-hmm. uh, any other uh cool movie experiences on your end i don't think it's like so much the experience maybe more like the nostalgia memory um 
my very first movie I saw was in 1999, Mulan. That was my very first oh, movie I okay. saw. My mom went to go take me to watch it. And so, um, I don't know. It's I didn't really think about this until the other day, but I was like, you know, because, you know, Mulan was supposed to, not anymore. It was supposed to be released in August when theaters were supposed to open up. So I, I, I kind of was thinking like, Oh my gosh, my first movie I'm going to go watch once coronavirus is over is Mulan, just like the first movie I went yeah. to watch. Um, so there was definitely like that like feeling of like replicating like first, you know, that I could be like Mulan, like that figure is definitely like been like a first experience for me like twice now, but right. not anymore now. <laughs> well, hey, it, it might still happen. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll maybe. See. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but let me try to think. Yeah, I think the other one, maybe, like I said, Star Wars Episode Seven. Um, that one was, it was just a cool experience. Just like, yeah, watching it. Like, I went to go watch it with um, a friend. We went to go watch it at uh, AMC in Venice downtown. And we had tickets to go watch it to like some time, I think like at 7.30. So we got there early in case like there was like a long line or whatever. But then we get there to check in and um, the box office lady, she tells us like, hey, like there's an actual, an actual showing like uh, earlier. Cause we got there like at 6.30, there was gonna be like a showing like in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like this like, like Wikipedia, like I guess, like try to buy out the tickets for that showing. Mm-hmm. The person in charge of buying the tickets never fully paid the theater, so they just like released the tickets, uh-huh. but like, but like half an hour before the showing. So legit, like there was like nobody who bought the tickets because like, it was like half an hour before the show, and no one knew that right. showing was available. So oh, wow. So we were just like, she was like, do you want these tickets? Like, do you want to just like get like moved from your 7.30 showing to your 6.30 showing? And we were like, heck yeah, like earlier. Yeah, yeah. And we went and like I said, there was nobody in the theater. It was just <laughs> us. Like, I think it was just experience of watching it. I think that really was awesome, I think. And then it sucks. Cause, like we've been saying, like, you want that crowd to just kind of like... Yeah see that reaction like when like Han- Kylo Ren kills Han-, Han Solo or when like Han Solo and Chewbacca are reintroduced I guess you kind of want that reaction but I think like it was just like the experience of getting there was what I took from it rather than the experience from like the community like how we've been saying yeah yeah that's cool like that that isn't exactly in the category of of some of the experiences we mentioned how there's a huge crowd it's loud, it's rowdy, it's exciting, but, but special nonetheless, right? It's a memorable moment, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I got one kind of like that where, um, let's see, this was at the end of 2018, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. And what I'm going to describe is actually the second time I saw it because I did see it for the first time at the Alamo draft house Uh at a Thursday midnight show. Very cool. Um, But then I went again to see it subsequently 
at a different theater in Emeryville, the, MC, the AMC Bay Street in Emeryville, with my son, Simon. Uh-huh. And um, so this was a totally special experience too, you know. He was only four at the time, and I knew Spider-Verse was releasing at the end of 2018, and um, he had been too young to go to movies for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just too antsy, and I knew it'd be a nightmare. You know, he'd be yelling out and he'd go pee his pants or something, you know. <laughs> it, it was just, it was, you know, he, he wasn't ready, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of monitored things, you know, that year, like see how he would progress. I kind of put movies on for him at home and just check his reaction, check his attention span, etc. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I even did a test run, you know, uh, the first movie I ever took him to was the Grinch okay. also in, earlier in 2018. Right. Mm-hmm. And he got through it. That was really awesome because I'm like, okay, we're fucking going to see Spider-Verse at the end of the year <laughs> because you are ready. I am ready. Let's do this. Right. Uh-huh. So Christmas day, 2018, uh, we went to go see it and, um, yeah, he loved it, and uh, I loved it, and, uh, you know, something very special to me is now something special to him, you know? Yeah, he, that's awesome. He, he's that's into better. it, right? Uh, the next year, uh, uh, we did go see Spider-Man Far From Home in mm-hmm. the theaters, and he dug that, so this is, this is going to be uh, a shared experience for years to come, you know? Uh, so it's not just me right right it's it's now like a family thing yeah that's awesome yeah very very cool so yeah i I think uh the fact that you know we have these special memories it just adds to the fact that you know that the movie going experience is important to us yeah i would i would add too that i keep track of movies that i have or haven't seen in the theaters you know i definitely have my list of favorite movies of all time but on some of them there's like okay slight caveat loved it but didn't see it in the theater right it's almost like it it doesn't count 100 percent or something right <laughs> um i i you know i i i put weight there you know like Mm-hmm. Um, if someone tells me that they love a movie, but they haven't seen it in the theater, I'm not going to hold it against them. But, you know, mm-hmm. there's a there's a small part of me that's like, well, have you really seen it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that brings me to another thing. I don't know if you do this, but I I've uh, I've done this kind of more recently. But uh, I revisit movies. Uh, movies I've seen and love on TV, but haven't seen them in the theater. I, I subsequently go see them if there's some sort of uh, re-release or like special event or something. Have you uh-huh. ever done anything like that for you? No, I've been kind of like, I saw it for free on TV. Why would I go pay watch <laughs> the theater again? Um, yeah. I mean, like, I've definitely been open to it. Um, I forgot which movie it was. I think it was, uh, like, I think, like, Rocky Horror Show, where I was like, I might go watch oh, right. it again. Right. Um, but not yet. 
Yeah. Well, you just mentioned that if uh, they released Infinity War and Endgame yeah. to kick off post-quarantine era, you would go, right? Yeah, I would. I, I think I would. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. We'll, let's do, when they do it, we'll, we'll go. We'll go. We'll do it. Uh, but I have been doing this, you know, like I've mentioned numerous times, I'm a huge Edgar Wright fan. And um, I, I, my fandom for Edgar Wright does go back a ways, but not all the way, right? So I never saw Shaun of the Dead when it released in theaters. I think this is pretty common because it wasn't a big deal when it came out in the States. Um, but I did see every Edgar Wright movie in the theater uh, after that so from mm-hmm. hot fuzz on you know um but thanks to the uh alamo draft house san francisco special programming um i was able to see Shaun of the dead in the theaters last year so now <laughs> i can say that i've seen every edgar wright movie in the movie theaters right and mm-hmm. again something that might not be all that important for some that's kind of a big deal for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So a, a really good experience, again, this was last year, was a movie called Attack the Block. Another movie that I saw and really enjoyed on my little TV, uh, but was able to watch it in a, uh, in a, a special event screening. Yeah last year and uh dude awesome like i i like okay i, I kind of understand what you're saying i've definitely done that thing of watching a movie in the theaters like rewatching it and mm-hmm. and kind of felt like yeah you know what like i could have just watched this watch this at home on my tv for free uh-huh. um but uh i've definitely had cases where like it was very meaningful. Like the two I mentioned, Shaun of the Dead and Attack yeah. the Block. Very awesome. Especially Attack the Block. Man, like that is a movie that very few people have seen in theaters. You know, I think with um, um, John Boyega really coming up, that movie has gotten a lot more attention. But the fact is, very few, very few people have seen it in a theater, right? And now that I've done that, damn, you know, like I recommend that to everyone. Like I, rem- I recommend that movie, period. But um, if you have the opportunity to see it in the theater, uh-huh. it's like next level, you know? Yeah. A really great experience. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't want to go on and on, but I, I have to mention when I saw Scott Pilgrim versus the world in the theaters and when I saw Captain America Winter Soldier in the theaters, like those two experiences, like, I just, I mean, I can't, it's indescribable. Like those, those two movies are probably like number one and number two on my like all time list. So um, yeah, that, that feeling, you know, we keep talking about the, the community aspect, but sometimes it's just watching a truly awesome movie in the theaters and that feeling you have afterward, that's, that's a really awesome feeling too, right? Just knowing that you've witnessed greatness right yeah yeah that's just that's pretty special like yeah sometimes movies connect with you in certain ways that it's 
kind of hard to describe. And I think getting that connection in the theater environment is, uh, is a pretty unique and magical thing. Right? It really There's, is. Yeah. yeah like, There's something about that, 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 that dark theater, the big screen and, and the crowd, like it's just, yeah, we keep saying it, but you, really can't, <laughs> you, can't, you can't replicate that. You really can't. No. Yeah. So, okay. I think we can get to, to uh, wrapping things up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any last thoughts about the movie going experience? I just, you know, honestly, if, to be honest, I just don't see movie theaters opening up anytime soon with everything going on, which is unfortunate. Like, as much as I am saying, like, I am enjoying this new, like, experience of watching movies online virtually, I do miss watching it in theater like i miss paying for that stupid 20 dollar ticket and overpriced popcorn and all that fun stuff it's just the experience it's just the experience that you get like talk about and share with friends you know um yeah i miss all that but it's just i don't know it's all about adapting at this point and i just when theaters do open up again i just I'll make a big post about it and be like, yes, watching this movie after so long. Since I'm always the one doing that. Like, I'm always the one, <laughs> like, going to watch this at midnight premiere. I'm going to watch Godzilla, King of Monsters. I'm going to watch um, Into the Spider-Verse. I'm going to watch Han Solo. Like, I'm always the one doing those things. So, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely miss the theater experience. Um, but... I guess at this point, it's just like, you just gotta like, you know, it's it's all by playing by ear at this point, like what's gonna happen. And I just hope things go back to normal soon. That's all I guess I'm saying. I think yeah. that's after all my rambling, that's all I want <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I'm with you. And um, yeah, I agree. When I get to go to see a movie in the theaters again, it's gonna be a special moment. And I know a lot of people kind of fantasize about, oh, when this is all over, I'm going to do this and that. You know, certainly on the list is, you know, being back in the office and and uh, chatting with coworkers in person, you know, kind of miss that. Um, okay. Definitely miss going to, uh, you know, live events like, going to a concert or uh some like a like a some sort of uh <clears throat> outdoor festival that kind of thing going to comic cons <laughs> oh like... my god absolutely <laughs> that, that's a big one that's a huge one yes um but you know maybe you know uh number one on the list is going to the movies mm-hmm. and uh yeah that that's just that's like top of mind, man. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to do that again. Like we've been saying, there are a lot of question marks of like, what is that going to be exactly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when, you know, no idea really, but uh, it's definitely something I'm looking forward to. But yeah, I think 
looking into the future, you know, it, we, we might not be able to experience movies like we did before. Like what we experienced before, all these great memories mm-hmm. we shared, like those might truly be a thing of the past now, right? Um, so, you know, more reason to, to kind of cherish those moments. Well, don't say that. Now it just sounds like you're ending like the Walking Dead world. Like we're not going back to normal. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be too much of a bummer. For, um, but you know, I, I mean, all our lives are all our lives are changed, and yeah, nothing's mm-hmm. nothing will be quite the same. No. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, we can end on a positive. You know, we 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 adapt with things all the time, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the way we go about our daily lives change all the time, you know, on a regular basis. You know, you think about how technology has changed our lives, even prior to this current quarantine situation. Like look at how something like a smartphone has just drastically changed so many aspects of our lives, right? Um, this is just another one of them, right? So things are changing anyway, so um, we can't hold too tightly onto the past, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right, for sure. Yeah. So one day we'll be back out there. One day, watch, yeah. Watching movies again mm-hmm. in a crowd. <laughs> Maybe we'll not be- as close together as we used to be. <laughs> And uh, maybe more, uh, maybe more hand clapping than yelling, where where the the droplets shoot out. <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll we'll be back in some shape or form, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Eventually. With that, we can wrap up the episode. This is farewell from Henry and Porfirio.